Welcome to Sure and Steadfast, a podcast for women with practical and biblical encouragement for the everyday challenges we face as born-again believers. Hi, my name is Sarah, and I will be sharing my daily faith journey with you, the valleys, the victories, and everything in between. Welcome to Episode 9 of the second season of Sure and Steadfast. Today we'll be looking at the wonderful promise that we have, that God is able. Most of us are familiar with the account in the Bible of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon had made a law commanding that everyone was to worship the golden image that he had erected. Well, everyone worshipped the golden image except for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were facing a difficult situation and decision. If they bowed down to worship the golden image, they would disappoint God and be guilty of idolatry. But if they refused to worship the image, they were to be thrown into the burning, fiery furnace. These three men are a great example of faith and trust in the power of God, which we can read in Daniel three sixteen to 18 Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, We have no need to answer you in this matter. If that is the case, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us from your hand, O king. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. We know from the word that these three Jewish men were cast into the burning, fiery furnace and that our great God delivered them safely out of the fire. Let's read further in Daniel 3 to see the account of their deliverance, starting in verse 19. Then Nebuchadnezzar was full of fury and the expression of his face changed toward Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He spoke and commanded that they heat the furnace seven times more than it was usually heated, and he commanded certain mighty men of valor who were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and cast them into the burning, fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their coats, their trousers, their turbans, and their other garments and were cast into the midst of the burning furnace. Therefore, because the king's command was urgent and the furnace exceedingly hot, the flame of the fire killed those men who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down, bound into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. Then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished, and he rose in haste and spoke, saying to his counsellors, Did we not cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said to the king, True, O king. Look, he answered, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt, and the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Then Nebuchadnezzar went near the mouth of the burning, fiery furnace and spoke, saying, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out and come here. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came from the midst of the fire, and the satraps, administrators, governors, and all the king's counselors gathered together, and they saw these men, on whose bodies the fire had no power. The hair of their head was not singed, nor were their garments affected and the smell of fire was not on them. Nebuchadnezzar spoke, saying, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, 
who sent his angel and delivered his servants who trusted in him. And they have frustrated the king's word and yielded their bodies, that they should not serve nor worship any god except their own god. Our god is able. That is one thing we can be certain of. He is not a lifeless, powerless god. He is not dead, weak, or non-existent, as those who do not believe so often portray him to be. Our God is alive. He is active and able to do whatever he wills to do. We have seen this demonstrated time after time. God showed to us his omnipotence in the very beginning in Genesis when he simply spoke, and our vast infinite universe in all of its splendor came into existence. I am amazed at the greatness of our God when I simply look at the sky above me and observe the stars and yet... That is only a grain of sand of what lies beyond that. Our God caused his son to be born of a virgin. He blotted out the light of the sun when Jesus was crucified. He resurrected his son from the dead. Truly the power of our God is unlimited. Our God is able to fulfill his promises all the time, no matter what. When we look at the account of Abraham, we see that no matter how impossible we may think something is, if God promises, he will deliver. In Genesis 12, 1-3, we hear the promise that God gave to Abraham. Now the Lord said to Abram, Get out of your country, from your family and from your father's house, to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse those who curse you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Here was Abraham, at 75 years of age, and he believed this great promise. He continued to believe the promise until he was 99, and his wife Sarah was 89. There seemed to be no physical possibility of Abraham having children through Sarah. But God kept his promise, and Abraham became a father when he was 100, and his wife Sarah was 90. God also kept the promise to Abraham and his descendants. God promised the land of Canaan. After the death of his great-grandson, Joseph, and his descendants became slaves in Egypt, it appeared that God had broken his promise, but that was far from the truth. Out of this, God raised up Moses, and he led the children of Israel out of Egypt. Because of the continued sin of the Israelites, they were made to wander 40 years in the wilderness, and most of them were not permitted to enter the land promised to them. But Joshua, the successor of Moses, led the Israelites into Canaan, and they conquered the land. In 1 Kings 8.56, Solomon said, Blessed be the Lord who has given rest to his people Israel, according to all that he promised. There has not failed one word of all his good promise, which he promised through his servant Moses. The promises to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob concerning a great nation in a great land had been fulfilled. God has not failed in any of his promises, and this is just one example. Our God kept his promises in the past, and he is able to keep his promises today. He will not fail because he cannot fail. In Ephesians 3.20, Paul says that God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think. 
It is such a wonderful assurance. Because of this, we need not hesitate to offer any of our prayers of faith to God. Hannah prayed for a son, though she was barren, and God gave her a son. Time after time, Moses prayed for God to spare Israel, and Israel was spared. Zechariah prayed for a child, and to Elizabeth was born a son, John the Baptist. The church prayed for Peter, and he was released from prison. Just a few examples. I am thankful today that God is able. Able to do that which I cannot even think of. Able to do exceedingly more than I ask. Because of this, no matter what I am faced with, I can rest in faith. Thank you for listening today. I want to let all of you know that for the next two weeks I will not be posting new episodes but I will be starting a Christmas Advent season on Wednesday, December 1st, and I will be posting an episode every day from December 1st to the 24th. These episodes will focus on the Christmas season, so I hope you will join me in that. See you then.